going to say... No, no, don't do that, because we're recording. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to Festival Festival. I do this every time, and I wasn't expecting a shit talk. Yeah. <laughs> we should maybe start that one. Nope, too bad. This is how Drew don't does it. This is the show! I didn't know! How could I have known? Wow. You go to... Wait, is this real? Well, there is a little button at the top that is a is a glowing circle. I don't know how these American things work. For us, when it's recording, generally here in Canada, it's we're recording. Just that's all I know. Nah, Drew is uh, Drew. Drew sneaks up on you. Yeah, yeah, it's what I do. It's a he. Th- he thinks it's fun. No one else does. But guess what? This is this is what the show is. Welcome. Thank you. Folks, on Festival Schmestival today, we got Vile Creature. We got Vic and KW. We got two people at once. Two human beings. Twofer. Crushing it. Yeah, we've lived together long enough that we've become, we've merged together. We are just actually one person now. Yeah, that TV show Made for Love was based on how our communication works. So, Speaking of communication, hold the mic closer to your face. <laughs> that was a good one, Drew. <laughs> you got the little fuzzy thing on top of the mic, so you got to just you got to push it into your face. You got to do it. You got to like really hardcore guy it. Yeah, absolutely. You got to cup the mic. You got to you got to Jake Bannon it. Are we ready? This is going to be a goofy one, folks. We're all uh we're all pretty friendly. So this is going to be a goofy one. This is going to be a silly one. Um, have you guys? Do you guys know? No one. The thing is, no one knows how this show works. We barely know how this show <laughs> works. So I'm going to explain what's going on. We are going to build you guys a fantasy music festival. You. It's, it's fantasy booking for music. Um, how it's going to work is you're going to pick ten bands or artists. Uh, a time. You're going to pick a time of year that the festival happens. You're going to pick a location for where the festival happens and an exclusive piece of merch because it's a festival. Sometimes they have a shirt. Sometimes it's a koozie. Sometimes it's a monster truck. That happened one time. It was weird. We do know a fair bit about weird merch. Wait, what was that? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. You're going to tell me there was a Jägermeister festival, whatever thing in the mid two thousands. And there wasn't a monster truck. That had the logo on it. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. There yeah. was the wait, there was the Scion XL festivals that happened yes. in Atlanta where they just had like sponsored and for some reason some guy at Scion got a bunch of money and just threw really good festivals for like three years. You're right. And they did give away Scions, which is close. So I'm taking that we crushed it. <laughs> taking that as a win. Um but uh how this works also is you're gonna get five lifelines, or as we call them. Stage Scions. hands. Oh. Science. <laughs> so this is like, who wants to be a millionaire in a way? Yes, no, well, but it's the opposite of. of being a millionaire because you're in a band. The thi- it, it, It's like, who wants to be a millionaire, but instead of like anyone helping you, you using these uh, to help you get money, it's to help you uh, get through the fact that a lot of bands have broken up or have dead people. <laughs> so... Yeah. So does who wants to be a millionaire? Is Re- Regis is died. It, right. Regis died. Fuck. A lot of people yeah. are dead. Uh, this podcast <laughs> is actually just uh, an homage to Regis Philbin. It is. Absolutely. 
We never got the hit. We never got the Regis and Kathy reunion we wanted. You know. <laughs> no, no, we really didn't. My but mom. apparently, isn't she killing it with Michael Strahan or someone now? Well, he's. I mean, he's he's hosting a talk show in hell now. So there it is. Yeah, Regis yeah. is not in hell. He was a good dude. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> There will be no shit talking of Regis Philbin on the show. Yeah, if wait, if Regis is in heaven, that's a lot of like it's Regis and Jesus live. Regis Regis I can't even say that. Yeah, Regis live. Jesus and Kathy Lee. <laughs> um but either Jesus, way, Jesus, you're not going to believe this. Here are your stage hands. You get one hologram. You get one hologram. You can use it to replace uh, a a missing member of a band or you can just give someone a hologram. You can do, and they can do whatever they want with it. Um, you get one official reunion set, so only one band gets to reunite if they have broken up. Um, otherwise, you gotta you gotta figure it out. Uh, you get one full album set. You get one cover set, a la Primus performing as Rutch. Uh, and Andrew WK has to participate. He's going to be there anyway, so you might as well put him to work. That makes sense. That, that's yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so when we when we say you get one official reunion set, like only one band can reunite. If you've already used that, but you have, a, you have another band that you want to put on the list that has broken up, uh, you, just, you just put some other musician with them. And, you know, that always kind of goes either way with the fans. They're like, they're either like, Oh, that'll be cool, or they hate it. So that's why you get an unlimited amount of uh, of just like other musician inserts. So it's either Chester Bennington with Stone Temple Pilots or Adam Lambert with Queen. Here's the thing: you can't. If it were four years ago, you could do Chester Bennington in Stone Temple Pilots, but that would be a twofer because he'd be filling in for someone else. That would be well. He's dead as hell, so you would need to hologram him in to fill in for the Stone and Temple Pilots. It'd be a threefer. Yeah, um, Chester Bennington and Regis Philbin are hanging out right now, They're playing <laughs> in the clouds. They're in heaven, both of them. Um, they have the same haircut. That trash. Um, it does, yeah. <laughs> uh, but either, uh, probably what Drew did not tell you about this podcast is the first five bands for your festival are going to come from your Spotify recently played in order. That makes it easier. I told them that. You told them that? Yeah. They're the first. They're, they're, all right, well, you're the first guests who know uh, about the little twist. So, hooray. Good job, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Beast well, Wars. Being two Beast Wars. Being <laughs> two of us, um, I can see the annoyance in Jordan's face just from the words Beast No, I love Wars. it. Put together. Yes. Yeah, so I much. like Beast What do you, I don't <laughs> not like Beast Wars. Do you not like it coming up 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Listen, I have I deleted my Twitter before Drew tried to get noticed by yelling about Beast Wars every day. So <laughs> It's fine. I was, I was, I the only it. person I was trying to get noticed me is my therapist. <laughs> you should just book a session. You don't need to fucking... Just sitting at the session, just flipping on the phone, being like, did you see? Did you see what I posted? <laughs> did you see I have a problem and a limited premise? Yeah. 
Fuck. Well, being two um, of us, so I would love to see how you guys would want this to work. Because so Vic listens to music on Spotify, and I listen to music on my iPod. That's okay. We're not sponsored by Spotify. We just assume everybody. Do has you it. have a recently played section on your iPod? Yeah, my iPod is plugged in the computer, and I can see through uh, iTunes. I use a really old version of iTunes because I still have an iPod Classic. I can see the recently played stuff in order. Well, here's the thing. Um, I am more intrigued by the iPod, so we're gonna do we're gonna do starting with KW. We're gonna do your recently played. You will get more. We're only doing five. Well, wait, wait, um, wait, wait. We can't make that assumption. I'm actually more interested in who's going to get stuck with an extra uh, recent pick and who's going to get an extra dream choice. So we both, like, we're both going to have our own recently played. Does it make, I almost wonder if we should road burn up this festival where we, you two might need to uh, argue for both of us on what stuff. If we each have five recently played stuff, you guys might have to call from it to put it onto the festival. Um, I, uh, what if, all right, well, how about, all right, your festival actually is just going to be, uh, KW's five last recently played because also that's kind of a dream pick. You control your own iPod, you control what's on there. So everything that you're going to listen, there's, there is no like, oh, a friend told me I should listen to this and I put it on and I, for, I forgot about it. That's so fair. we're going to do. Uh, we're going to start with Vic's Spotify recently played, and then we're going to do KW's recently played from his iPod. Did you Have you just kept your iPod, or did you eBay an iPod? So uh, it's a bit of both. Uh, I have always had... It can't had, be a bit of both. <laughs> it can be. So I had, again, I had an iPod forever, and then it got stolen out of my car. Uh, but oh, I had, no. Yeah, and I, I mean, this is like I had, I've had this iPod since the early 2000s with everything on it. Fortunately, I am really anal retentive about things and backed everything up. So I got a new iPod Classic from the eBay, but with like a one of those fancy SSD hard drives and like a better battery. And I immediately loaded everything back onto it and continued like nothing ever happened. So it's still an iPod Classic. The body has changed, but the soul is the same, like Frankenstein Correct. or Regis Philbin. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was hoping that story was gonna end with someone stole it, but then you saw it on eBay and you bought your iPod back. Oh God, I wish that would have been that would have been amazing. No, when it got broken into, I actually got a call from a detective because they also stole uh, my like Garmin, my like Garmin sat nav, and the sat nav turned up like. A weird way of saying clothes, like they stole my garments, my my petty coat. <laughs> they my stole harpsichord. my GPS navigation system, and that showed up at a pawn shop. But the goddamn iPod didn't. I've never been able to replace that top coat. <laughs> oh, no. I like to say oh, my garters, my beautiful garters. <laughs> You can also tell Jordan and I are struggling to think of specifics because we only wear black t-shirts. Yeah, we wear like we're wearing the same shirt probably. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's a you're both wearing black cut-off t-shirts. I'm in my house. I don't need to wear sleeves. There's no sleeves in my house. It's cold, so I put on a hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's dive into it. I was going to do a whole bit about a sash, but we're beyond it now. 
We're beyond that bit. The bit is uh, the bit is with in heaven with Regis Philbin and Chester Bennington. Okay. All right. And if Prince you want to see proof, I could give you proof uh, about this. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. Lady Gaga. Hell yeah! We're, 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 hold on. First, we're that's a that is a headliner right there. Nah. Lady, no. No. <laughs> she she could open. Lady Gaga, you you have Lady. Which what it's Lady worth- Gaga were you listening to? Okay, so a Star Is Born soundtrack. Ah, <laughs> hell yeah! I, I haven't love seen that, that movie. soundtrack. Oh, so good. I still have to see that uh, movie. I've I'm like a sucker for for a musical, um, but it it's like that that movie has just gotten the most mixed response from. Everyone I know. I'm a sap, and I like musicals, so I think I'm gonna like it. And I like Is Lady it a Gaga. Musical? Yeah, I am just so surprised that it's like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> We've started doing a cry counter for Vic when they watch movies. And that is the highest cry counter. That it's like the that's the leading cry counter we've ever had. There were so many tears. Really? Broken. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And I will say for whatever it's worth, there's like the opening song from that when they're like introducing like uh, uh, what the Bradley Cooper as like this rugged rock and roll kind of country guy. The riff oh, boy. that starts the first song is fucking solid. Really? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like I think it's um. Bob Marley's kid. I I'm definitely fucking this up. Someone famous this child who's a very good musician helped write <laughs> all the music. Um, really, and he wrote some riffs. I mean, some serious, serious riffs for a couple of the like, yeah, Bradley Cooper songs where he's just like rocking with his band. Um, and the thing I will give credit for, I did not think I would enjoy this movie. I liked it. Um, they okay. recorded all the music live. So it's them performing, and it's a live concert recording the whole way through. There's no overdubs. There's no, uh, like, uh, lip syncing. It's all live, and I have a lot of respect for them for doing that. B. Coops, too? You know who did the music? It's uh, Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son. See? I was kind of right. Okay, wait. Oh, no, this kicks ass. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I was not a Lady Gaga fan, like, maybe a couple songs, but, like, that mm, I feel like my entrance to Lady Gaga was through that movie um, to wow. respect her as an artist. And I feel that it's kind of backwards for most people. You and my aunts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it a musical, though, or is it just a movie that has music in it? Like, do they have a scene where, like, they order a sandwich at a deli, but it's in song? Or I thought it was, like, all <laughs> diegetic, you know? It's a it's, it's a movie with music, but the music's the most important part of it. I well, here's the thing: there, the, it, you can't. Um, I think that there is, like, Hedwig is a musical, right? But of like, you know, eighty five percent of the music is happening on a stage. I am a huge a musical fan, and I agree with you. Yeah, this so is definitely- I think. Th- Go ahead. Oh, I, we are yeah, so I, polite. We gotta. We gotta. We're having this a is podcast the most polite. with Canadians, so we're everybody's <laughs> super polite. Everybody's being very polite. It's true, but I think so. I I'm assuming that I haven't seen the movie, but I'm assuming the songs are uh, used to express a lot of feelings uh, from the characters, and that is the that is the key part of a musical 
is if the songs are saying something the characters can't. As well, uh, if they are moving the plot forward. And yes. this is that would be the two major things for me in a musical. I agree with you completely, Jordan. Well put. And this, while yes, that uh, yours rings true, the secondary one of it being like the in that in the star is born the music completely moves the plot forward regardless of what's happening and i respect the shit out of it tight listen i'm gonna watch it i'm i'm ready to, what is your highest cry count movie kw drew mine yeah well well kw thinks um shrek 2 don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I cry. Here's the thing. I can't remember because I cry a lot and I cry yeah. at every movie. And like, Most I did cry, cry at Shrek 2, but I might have. Like, it's not. I cried really hard in Wreck-It Ralph. Like, yeah. three different times, sobbed in the theater. And that was the when fuck? I was back in a pop punk band. And everybody in my band, we went together and everybody was like, are you okay? And I was like, it's just so sad. It's sad that when he, he breaks the, the car. He when he breaks the car, it's Sobbed. everyone's heart. Sobbed. It's I hard. I haven't seen it, but you're making me think about wanting to see it. You should see it. It's good. I don't know, dude. I it, there's listen. Disney and Pixar shit is you know it's got a lot of got a lot of baggage attached to it, but it'll make you cry. Yeah, like all of them make you cry. Like I remember, uh, I like I saw. Wally for the first time when Drew and oh, I yeah. were roommates. I fucking li- I couldn't contain myself every time those two s- two little robots went in to try to hold each other's hands. I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I'm thinking about it right now and it's fucking me up. <laughs> yeah. We all just want to feel something, you know. We all just want to f- and you know, sometimes that comes uh, that feeling comes out of Bradley Cooper's throat. Yeah. Like a like a hairball. <laughs> I wish I wish mine was okay. So thinking about it, I think my highest cry account would have been from watching Life Is Beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, like where there's there's uh there's three chosen men in this podcast right now, and yeah, the end of that movie fucked me up. Yeah, it'll do that. Yeah, I have a funny story. Actually, I just remembered. It was weird because I saw that for the first time, like in school. Yeah, and it was fucking me up in a classroom. And I, it's the, I, I think I really wanted to cry, but I was like, I'm gonna just carve something. In. I gotta go to PE after. I, I'm like, I'm just gonna carve something Wait, into what, a desk. What class did they show that to you? And do you remember? Because we watched it in Italian class. <laughs> I didn't have I'm from Colorado we didn't have an Italian class we uh no bad they showed it in like social studies or something oh okay but I uh, yeah I saw it in a in a, in a I think I I think I've seen it like twice and both times in a classroom it was weird it's weird that they showed this movie in school but it's also a kick-ass movie and terrifyingly sad terrifyingly sad but the one thing that I thought was really funny when I was a kid and is actually really sad now is when they paint the horse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Or one out. Like, I, even when you said it, I was like, ha, that's funny. Oh, no, they actually painted a horse. Fuck. <laughs> you, can't, you, can do that. Yeah. you can't do that. All right. Vic, number two. Also, I I, I didn't express any emotion, not because um, I am a robot. It's because I just never seen that movie. Okay. My second. <laughs> it's fine. Spoiler alert. Life is yeah. beautiful. Uh, my second choice or just recently played is uh, La Dispute. <laughs> Nice. Oh god. Yeah. That band? Where are they now? Still playing music. Are they? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At least yeah, they're still playing. I think they're still around. All those like I think most of those bands are still rocking it and kicking it. Those were the uh what did they call them back in the day? The Easy Core bands? No, the Wave. Like what? They were part of the Wave. The Wave. Yeah, yeah. It was like them and uh uh, Touche Amour and uh, Balancing Composure. Yeah, and core. Make Do and Mend and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, those bands. Yeah. Are these guys still... T- I bet money uh, that they are. Yeah, you know, I guess so. Dispute is Italian for the dispute. They're... <laughs> I would have never known that. And I think it's French for La Dispute, too. The dispute. Life, she is uh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Ciao, um, Bella. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we got La Dispute. That I, f- <laughs> I forgot all. I, I honestly forgot all about that band. Lady, so, La- Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga La, dispute. La Dispute. Oh, God. Keep going. Uh, next, Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. How did that end up on your recently played list? I just playlist? wanted to listen to it. Just the the one song um, from Suicide Season. <laughs> it's, it goes, uh, we uh, will never sleep because sleep is for the week. <laughs> <laughs> is, that your, I, is that your Italian voice? Yes. That's my normal it. voice. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think you watched I... <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit too recently. Maybe. The fun, the... Uh, I I do know about that album, but mostly because it's um it it was uh like I I'm friends with the first thing I ever did in music was I made a a tour documentary for a band called Bury Your Dead. Do you remember them? Bury your fucking dead. Yeah, absolutely. The most drop tuned guitar that wasn't set up to be in drop tuning just flapping along it's it's great but they did a tour with bring me the horizon and then bring me the horizon put out suicide season and it sounds uh like a lot like a barrier dead album because they're doing a lot of just open chord riff chugging and it was really funny uh because like uh, i remember the guitarist of barrier dead was like what the fuck? This is they did one tour with us and they just took our sound and then Barrier Dead went on a hiatus and he was like, "Well, I'm not going to just fucking let them make all this money off of my rips." And he joins the band. That's a power, <laughs> That's a power move. It was a power move. He finished the he did the entire Suicide Season tour with them and was just like, "I'm taking you can take my sound. I'm going to take 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 my money back. Wait, <laughs> but... yeah. Sure. I mean, they made a lot of money. We went to this vegan restaurant from the Oliver, the singer in like the UK, and it was like the most nuts restaurant I've ever been to. 
It was like part restaurant, part venue. There were like gaming pods built into the wall where you could like play PS4 inside of a little gaming pod thing. It was weird. And it was owned by the, all, all I know is the person who was driving us was really obsessed with the fact that it was owned by the person who is in that band. That is the most like, that is the most like rich and famous metalcore guy ass venue thing I've ever heard of. I, if only there was a barber shop inside of it. There was a tattoo shop. There was a tattoo shop in it. Yep. There was. <laughs> Let's go have tattoos and then also GameCube stations and then we'll have Mountain Dew Baja Blast behind the bar. Wait, it's wait, be, wait, wait. Elephant in the room, though, because other than the PS4s, you folks own a tattoo shop and a, and a vegan bakery, right? Yeah, we're just as... But they're separate uh, entities. They're separate yeah. entities. We we are industrious, but different. Our breakdowns make people cry. No, I guess they're sure. We don't sure. have breakdowns. <laughs> okay, we're bring me the horizon. Is this what you want me to say? Is this what you brought me here? I want, yeah, just admit it. You're you're exactly the same. You guys like mandalas in all of your artwork for no reason. We we got called out really hard there. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not calling you out. I think it's, but I also think it's funny that there's. A very, very fine line between doing something cool and doing something incredibly douchey. Like, for example, taking all of these things that we like and putting them in one room and also being the owner who is in Bring Me the Horizon, which is a terrible band. I'm trying to think, like, what would my version of that bar, like, what would that be? Drew, if you put all of your likes into a, like, a venue or a bar, what would it be like? Uh, it would be a hookah bar that sells inhalers for asthma. <laughs> you like asthma? No, but I, I like cornering a market. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> this um, one, and honestly, I would be I would be there as a like cigarette smoker with asthma. I would that would make I would really appreciate it if I could get like a pop <laughs> before I grabbed a pack of smokes. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was making a bad joke. I appreciate you being vulnerable. That's. I know, yeah. Uh, I I weirdly know an unreasonable amount of smokers with asthma. They're just going for it. Yeah, we we're all we're already weak to start, so we just continue hating ourselves more and more. <laughs> yeah, you guys are human Motorhead songs. Yeah, asthma yeah. is weakness leaving the body. My gym teacher said that. <laughs> okay, number four, Vic. Um, Missy Elliott. Yeah, dude. She'd bring them all together, wild. though. She like she's like the linchpin. Is that the right word? The linchpin. The linchpin. This is, you know what? This is Lady Gaga, La Dispute, Bring Me the Horizon, <laughs> and Missy Elliott would actually have like probably been a Lollapalooza lineup in two thousand six. Download festival, yeah. This ad, this is adding up. This is some real. Me. This is some real brought to you by Scion shit, and I dig it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Wait, Missy Elliott which, has had a which... really really long career though. So we've we've talked about you know all of these musicians and um, how cool they are. But I guess like, would you want to see anything special from them? Like anything cool from Missy Elliott? Like a specific period or uh, any of the artists that we said already? Yeah. I feel like whatever she has to give, I will take. <laughs> but from any of the artists. 
Um, I don't need anything from bringing me the horizon. They could just <laughs> nod at me from afar. Um, to be oh, j- they need to thank me because I'm obviously I put them on this concert. Yeah, you're paying them. Yeah. yeah. Thank so you. I'd, Here's like, a PS4 like... that we shove some chia bread into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I need from them is an acknowledgement uh of my like hard work. That'd be cool. Um Lady Gaga, um she would l- I would love for her to uh start with the piano and then she looks out into the crowd and she brings Bradley Cooper from the crowd onto the stage to do the duet from Star is Born. Absolutely. But he's wearing Probably the little wearing- shorts from yeah. Wet Hot American Summer. God, I would kill. That's what you want. That's how um, I found my sexuality. <laughs> so it's actually how he did too in the movie. <laughs> um, uh, what do you? And La Dispute is just going to be La Dispute. They could just play one song and cry, and that's fine. <laughs> Everybody, this is the cry festival. Yeah, I'm into it. Number five, though. Okay. Um, so I work with some, like, uh, younger uh, people, and uh, they're putting me on to some cool shit, and uh, they put on King Cruel. I don't know if you heard that, him. I know them. Pretty cool. King Cruel's cool. I like it. Yeah. Mm. I don't. I what, don't either. But Tell me about King Cruel. I don't know. It just sounds like uh, hip music for the... For um, for just like doing drugs and like hanging out, uh, yeah. This yeah, this looks like uh, I, I'm I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay, this has like uh, if the Viagra boys were one person. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It looked. It probably looked like I imagine that the band is all of the people who were in the writers' room for the Geico Cavemen TV show together. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Oh my starring god! Nick Kroll. What? Nick Kroll starring first big TV role, baby. Oh my god! You're welcome. I can't believe they did that. Somebody else was in that too who ended up getting famous, but I can't remember who. I'm looking it up right now. Holy shit. The guy co- Nick Kroll. Oh my god, it was 2007. Yeah, it was like way more recently than you think. This is wild. Uh Yeah, no, uh the I think the most the 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 closest to being uh fam- famous person that was on this as well is uh, a guy named Sam Huntington who was in Jungle to Jungle <laughs> and Detroit Rock City. Oh, wait. Actually, this is really weird. You know who else was in this show? Who? They actually had the actress who plays Flo from Progressive. No. As really? Flo. Yeah. As like some cross promotion. Th- I-, I hate Flo, man. I really hate Flo. <laughs> Capitalism, you guys. Capitalism. Yeah. I hate Flo. I hate Wendy. I hate any person who isn't real promoting a brand, you know? Fuck Wendy. I, here's the thing. I don't think that the actress... Fuck the Burger King. 
Sure. I don't think the act. I don't think the people that play these mascots like it. They just want to pay the rent. <laughs> yeah, they want that money. Yeah, a commer- like a commercial set is the best set to work on. Also, it's short. They always have the good catering. Uh, and the director has usually has no ego, so it's great. I wish yeah. I wish I had good memories. So I was when I was younger, I was in Sears commercials up here in Canada. Oh shit! Uh, I was, yeah, no, I was the uh, Kenmore by Sears kid. Uh, and all I remember, I was like three years old. There are copies of this somewhere. I will. Um, yes. All I remember. So the whole premise of the thing was I was sitting. They were like, I was, I was like cute and had a big red mullet as a kid. So it was just me standing against a fridge, just like twiddling my thumbs. And the guy's like, he doesn't care that Kenmore by Sears. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. You had that in arm's length. Yep. This kicks ass. Those are the coolest outfits I've ever seen, to be <laughs> honest. But yeah, Can you send the- me that photo? We're going to. We're gonna post that when we post this. Yeah, I'll consider it. Nice. He looks like a douchebag. It's true. I'm, <laughs> for those who don't know, Victor, there's a modeling card with a bunch of photos of me, like posed up. It's awful. It's great. You are you have a you are wearing a sweater around your neck that is the same color as your pleated shorts. Yes, it's incredible. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It, you, it has it has a lot of tiki torch vibes, which I'm not very proud of. Yeah, you look like the, the the mullet friend from Terminator Two, but nice. I think the uh, mullet friend from got... Terminator Two is super nice. He's distract. He's he's just he's fucking with the cops. So his yeah. right, I don't mean like away. on a. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mean like on a on a plot level. I mean like you know because this whole thing was like. Yeah, Clean but cut. it's the 90s, and it's a kid, and he's wearing a jean jacket, and he hangs out in an arcade. And then KW's over here is like, boy, I wish I knew what a stock was. I sure would buy a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> you actually created Blue Steel. Yeah, the Blue Steel look was mine. Yeah. Um, but the end of that very short story is that he, I was like, yeah, the guy was like, they kept bringing a popsicle. The whole end of it is like this lady pretending to be my mom brings me a popsicle, and then I slide down the fridge eating a popsicle. <laughs> But they did like 45 takes and they had to stop in the middle because I cried a lot because they kept taking the popsicle and I did not I did not know object impermanence. I did not know why they kept taking the fucking popsicle from me. (laughs) That's all I remember is going home and being very upset that I got six percent into 35 different popsicles. Damn, that's it wasn't even they didn't even give you back the same popsicle. Nope, new one every time. Traumatized? Do I eat popsicles now? No. Traumatizing? A little bit. Did it pay for summer camp? Fuck where at, dude. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll, listen. The nine. The the nineties, ladies and gentlemen. Did you? Did you like? Did you want to be an actor, or did your parents want you to do it, or were you like discovered eating popsicles, and then someone was like, "I need this boy." Uh, to the best to the best of my knowledge, it was like. Uh, somebody asked my parents to have me come and try out for a thing. And then I did a couple things for Sears and like a Fisher price one, and then did a couple auditions for some thing. And then I, it just fell off. That's so funny. That's so yeah, funny. No, it's weird being child, child commercial things, man. Vic, your hair is the same color as his, uh, sweater and shorts. What do you, what do y'all think about all this? 
Um, I think I wore it better. <laughs> yeah. I Probably. Don't like they don't have style of their own. They they just steal everything. It's true. The only uh, style choice I had when I was a kid is that I was like, I was like, all right, listen, I'll get, I, I will, like, we can get my entire collection of T-shirts from the Natural History Museum, but they're gonna be of frogs. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I wish I still dressed like I did when I was three years old, man. You, I had so many cool clothes. fucking frog shirts. Yeah. And they had a lot of frog. You could learn a whole, you could learn all about amphibians just by Jordan, hanging I can out get with you a me. Frog, Jordan, you want me to get you a frog shirt again, buddy? I'll get you a frog shirt. <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Yeah, that's what I want. Do you think your past self would be disappointed in how, what you've turned out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dress the, wise, the, dress just like purely style wise. No, I, I dress exactly like I thought I wanted to when I was a kid, and I'm bummed out about it as an adult. Exactly. But if if kid me saw it, he would be like, "Oh my god, I got a I got a sleeve, and I have a real leather ja- a leather jacket that I paid for with money that I make that rules, and I know how to do makeup. This kicks ass." It's great. Yeah, he would have loved all of that, but then I would have to tell him, like, listen, you're going to regret most of your left arm, and it takes an hour and a half to do the makeup that you think looks cool. Um, anyway, KW, we're going to the iPod. Going to the we're iPod. Gonna, we're going we're gonna to go fast okay. on this um, because these are just, these are just pretty much... I, this this is just music you wanted to listen to anyway. This is a collection of music from when I first got an iPod in the very early 2000s until now. Love so it. There, there are things on it. Okay, so the five most recently paid things from my iPod. Yeah. Number one. Uh, number is the Hold Steady. Which... Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, my you... God. This is... If it weren't for King Cruel, this fucking festival happened. I can find a flyer that has all of these bands on it. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to get worse, the especially because if you know the Taco York... Bell stage. Yeah. <laughs> and I would, be eating Taco Bell. I would be eating Taco Bell while watching them. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I want to I eat Taco Bell and watch a band. That's yeah. That's going to happen. That'd be great. Fall of 2021 is going to be me eating a... <laughs> eating a beans cheesy gordita crunch watching a band mm. i believe in you and this is gonna happen yeah yeah number two is uh the tragically hip i don't even know who this is drew do you know who this is i remember hearing the name and being like i'm not listening to that. fucking americans You're man <laughs> fucking americans oh yeah no they're like the biggest band in canadian history are you Are serious? They? Yeah, no. Oh, so they're an older band, and they're broken up. Well, because oh. the lead singer Ford died. I didn't get that far in the Wikipedia, but thanks for making. They only broke up because the yeah. Spoiler alert: Gord Gord the singer died. But like when they so they're like every album they've ever put out was number one in Canada. They are like Canada's quote unquote best kept secret. 
the best Holy way for shit. me to describe them is I saw them in like 2005 at the House of Blues in New Orleans with 150 people in like a thousand capacity room. Damn. And all of them were Canadians. <laughs> but I saw them later that year. They played 10 sold out shows in a row at the Air Canada Center, which is the largest stadium here in Canada. They're the biggest band in Canadian history. Yeah, I see that they're Justin Trudeau had a tribute statement on his official website after their final concert when they announced that Gord the singer had brain cancer their final concert every concert sold out within three seconds the final show was broadcast live on the CBC and it was watched by over 50% of the country that is insane Um, so how do you want to handle it do you want to replace like you can eat, you can give him the hologram and do a gore hologram, or you can pick a f- another famous musician to fill in as gore. Like who would Canada accept as a as a like tribute uh, singer? Wolverine from the X Men. Yeah, uh, Wade. Wade is Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine and Deadpool are both Canadian. Um, don't, don't. I don't know. I think people would riot if they came back with a different vocalist. Honestly, it would be disrespectful to our country to have a hologram. I'm just being stop important. pretending. Stop pretending well, like you like the tragically hip. I think that the country, including you, would uh, feel. Yeah. I would go. I would have to go hologram. Okay, you sure? I I have to because putting another person in there would I would I think even in this fake festival with these fake rules I would my heart would hurt a little bit and I think I would die a little bit inside if I if I even thought about the tragically hit playing with someone that's not Gord. Well, like, um, you know, it's it can be one of those like I I'm I'm on the opposite spectrum. Like if I like I would when I found out they were gonna try to hologram Prince at the Super Bowl I was like no. Do not. I was very open to the idea of like, and of course, like, I guess maybe it's just because we do so many covers on the show. Like, I'm always open to hear someone else sing someone else's songs. And I I feel like there's always a part of me that would rather see like a musician uh, show, like perform something. Even if I don't even like the musician, I kind of want to see them uh, perform someone else's song just because I'm like, yeah, I just, I mean, look, that guy likes something or that person is enjoying this art and I can see that through their performance. God, I feel and respect that so much, but no matter my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it, hologram. I'm going hologram. I can't. Hologram right, of cool. Adam Levine to become the replacement. <laughs> Hell yeah. This band's going to break up before this podcast is over. Tragically hit can, I, can Vile Creature play? I'll get a hologram drummer. <laughs> Has I, anyone done a hologram drummer before? Um, Robo. <laughs> Robo from Black Flag. Oh, boy. That was a very bad joke. Wait, I want to talk about Tragically Hip because I've never heard this band. What is there a song that I'd be like, oh, that's from a movie? Not really, no. The only real Crazy. exposure they ever got in the States was uh, when Dan Aykroyd first hosted Saturday Night Live in the early 90s. He said the only way he would do it is if the Tragically Hip would play. Mm. And they played, and the audience hated them because they did not understand what the fuck was going on. Um, nice. I would say... That's if hilarious. You feel like, 
Yeah, if you feel like getting into the Tragically Hip, the thing that I would say is uh, there's a lot of, like, listen to Day... If you're, like, a Fugazi and a punk fan, listen to Day for Night, because it's kind of like alt-rock Fugazi. Uh, and if you're into, like, if you're more lean towards, like, psychedelia, if, like, the Smashing Pumpkins is more your vibe, listen to Fully Completely. This is a band that changes with every single record, but those would be the two starting points I would have. And on there is songs that, like, speak to... They talk about Canadiana. There's a lot of really amazing stories in their stuff. I could go on for seven hours about it, but they're just a band that... It's so hard. I love them. That's cool. This is... Un- it's, it's uncanny how... Like, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and this is, like, everything about this band sounds like what I would, like, name things and, like, stories I would put in a documentary about a fake band. <laughs> like, all of these songs sound like fake songs. Like, uh... Escape is at hand for the traveling man? Like, uh, yeah, um... <laughs> the right whale <laughs> um there's like uh yeah there's like a, they have a the single called who lives in central park streets ahead is the most fake band song i've ever heard in my life yeah, this like the, the song names are like if there was a like a dewey cox but about uh nick cave like that's oh. what it feels like yeah abs- <laughs> yeah there's a oh my god they have a Bob Rock album holy shit they have a few Bob, Bob Rock, Rock albums makes sense that does add up but I just didn't this is it's just very funny that Bob Rock who's in the most chaotic famous movie about a real band is also works with this in my fake movie about uh, a fake band that is real anyway. Um, the tragically hip. Uh, I don't believe they're real still, right now. But next artist. <laughs> oh God! The next thing that is on my iPod is the original Broadway recording of the last five years. <laughs> oh my God! You're gonna have. How are you even gonna do this? <laughs> I don't know. Is there like a broad that's do I need to skip that and move on or is it going to be? No, no, no. Broad- this is happening. Yeah. What so the original Broadway. Do you know? recording. Sorry. Do you know what production this is? Like what year? Yeah. Where that's was? the big thing. Uh, This would be early to this would be like 2002, 2003. The people who starred in it are still it's Norbert Leo Butts and Sarah. <laughs> It's only it's easy to do actually because the last five years is only two people singing monologues the whole time back and forth. So Norbert, and it's almost no state. It's almost no set. Norbert Leo Butts. Yeah, he 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 was Hell the yeah. original Bach in Wicked, and he was. I'm I'm letting my musical theater nerd come out here in a way I didn't think so, and I feel a little petrified. Well, it's great. Cool. No, no musical theater. Here's the thing: we love musical theater here. If you. If you don't, I, I I think if you if you actively try to not like musical theater, uh, you're a nerd. Is it because like the New York City people are outside your door, and if you say anything bad about any Broadway, they're just gonna come and infect you? Absolutely no. You're gonna just get beat up by all the forty year old women from Queens. <laughs> That's, that sounds right. Who just like yeah. camp outside of TKTS? I, I just. You know, I'm just talking about Norbert Leo Butts because his last name 
his butts. butts. It is funny. And it's there's nothing funnier than like a three name human being to me. Like if you if you use all three of your names, I will laugh at it a little bit. Sarah Michelle Geller laughed first time I heard it. But it is a real treat that there's a three name person whose last name is Butts, Butts. with a Z. It's incredible. You love to see it. Anyway, <laughs> he's gonna fucking show up. He's gonna be at our festival, <laughs> which adds up because every 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 other artist on here peaked in the mid two thousands. Also, so did we. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. I look better well, bald. What's next? Yeah. Anyway, um, the last <laughs> five years, I they're just. They can't do the whole. Uh, it's two right. again. It's just two people with no set. That's the whole play. It's just, Have you ever no seen? Set. I know. Yeah. They well. They can't do. I. I just meant like, can you do a whole play? On, they have wrestling at festivals and do full wrestling shows. Why can't you have a whole play? You know what? You're yeah. right. You know what? Changed my mind. Only ten acts. Well, have you have you seen this play live, or have you only listened to the soundtrack? Oh, I've seen the play live multiple times. Cool. Okay. I've not seen a lot. I've actually, um, I've never, I've maybe seen like one or two musicals live. I've only seen plays. Like, and I think it's because I went to art school. So everybody was too smart and cool to do like guys and dolls. They're like, oh, here's a, here's a, a one hour discussion about my friend who died, you know? No, you need to go see like Wicked or the Phantom of the Opera or anything you like, anything that is in too, musical too theater. I'm in Los Angeles. Away. This is where plays go to die. I, I have this is like. This where plays go to work at Starbucks. Well, no. Well, I don't go to a play. Go to a motherfucking musical. That's what I mean. Go to a musical. I've never. I as an adult, I've never gone to a play. I've seen plays like as a kid, but only yeah. like it's like Colorado local theater plays. There, right, there, right. there's nothing to write home about. They but, have they have the cheap here in LA. They have like the cheap versions of things. Like there's like there was like a version of Hamilton with none of the original people in it. And actually, I don't know. I feel like you'd be cool with me saying this. Did you know that Myron played guitar in Rock of Ages? No. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were talking the other day, and he was telling me like his last job before uh, COVID was that he was one of the main guitar dudes in Rock of Ages, and then like he had to like in Los Angeles an actor. Yeah, in in, L- in Los Angeles. That's why. Well, here's the thing. You're not a musical theater nerd, so you don't know who the fuck any of these people are anyway. Just go see a goddamn musical. It's going to kick ass. Just go. It's going to be there, you're going to have a great time. Especially as someone who tries a lot. I'm not a, I'm not against them. I love I actually love musical movies. I've just somehow missed out on them and now there's no uh theater because of the the coffee coffee. So Yeah, like Kaufman's cough. You you know, it's one of those things where like it's the same production. Like you're not going to know that it's not I saw like I went and saw the share show with my mom, like you know, after like the original cast of the share show had swapped over. I don't fucking know who the original lady was. I just wanted to see someone pretend to be share, and it was all I saw. I and it was better than that. I saw like six women pretend to be share, and they all were great. <laughs> it was exactly what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway. Uh. 
Drew, go see a musical. I'm not uh, against when musicals it. I come bring it up to make a conversation. I just, Drew, all. just honestly, if you could go see a musical and stop being so uh, Drew, abrasive up guys, towards seeing it, it would be really appreciated because you you're know, like taking a really hard stance against musicals right now, and it's a little. I'm gonna. I'm feeling I'm gonna mute anyway. this mic and go take a piss. Fuck you. All right. Uh, well, we got two artists left. Yes. Next artist. Uh, next artist on my iPod is Baroness. Yeah. Which which album? Uh, it would be the split with unpersons. Oh shit! That's really that's a good one. Fuck! I didn't. It's, I don't know about this. What is this? Oh, it's pre-red album. Yeah, no, it's yeah. the so Baroness. I like. I went to university in Tallahassee, uh, and Baroness was like in Savannah at that time. So I got I got to go around and see them a lot down there. And Baroness is kind of two bands where you've got the first EP, the second EP. The split with unpersons, and then the red album and blue album, yeah. and that would be like heavy traditional heavy Baroness, specifically those EPs. And then mm-hmm. after the blue album, they become kind of proggy, heavy as a concept, not as low tuned Baroness, which would be the rest of the stuff they've done beyond. And that split with unpersons has two songs on it that are massively heavy, and actually have that album cover tattooed on the entirety of my leg. Sick. It's great. Yeah. I've never, I've never heard it. I know, I mean, I know about the Gray Husk one. I forgot the name of it, but that—that's what it is. Oh, is—is is that a split? Yeah, yep. that's that's a split with the band called Unpersons. I did not know that. Well, I guess uh, the joke's on me then. The egg is on my face. <laughs> It'd be the just egg on your face because we're vegan. So, for don't sure, be gross. my face is also made out of hemp. <laughs> Uh, my God fifth damn it. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. My fifth band, fifth band is Slipknot. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my awesome. God. Worked out well for me. You know what? You did not use your full album set. So you could turn... Because just to make... I want to say this just because everything else is so motherfucking mid-early 2000s. You could... Use your your album card to turn Baroness into uh, split with Unpersons early era Baroness, where they're only playing like the old heavy stoner shit. Yeah, as much as I would want the like, vibe, as much as my dream would be a specific Hold Steady record or a specific Tragically Hip record, I definitely think that's exactly how I would go. It would be like first, second, third, and the Red album as the as the set, it would be like an early bear, like original Savannah Baroness would be yeah. my full album. And like that John be- has to, has to, do, has to do dirty vocals again and wear yeah, a wig. John has to forget to, John has to forget how to sing and has to tune his guitar out of standard again. Right. I, well, I like, I, I'm pro I'm in like the metal minority, which is like, I kind of love every Baroness album more as they turn into this other weird prog thing, just because they're. I like how more distinctive it is. But listen, I'm gonna support you doing this because I want I I want ev- this this to feel like time travel. This festival. I will say I have nothing but respect and love for every Baroness record. I just distinctly view it as two separate bands, and. I'm totally. sure they would be the first person to know that, like, you know, to recognize that, like, I, that first, second, third Red Album, that's the stuff that I grew into and, like, caught me. That's one of the reasons why I play heavy music is, like, the 
specific like that split with unpersons there are parts of that that i literally said i'm gonna maybe steal this and put it into our last record and yeah <laughs> it's like my inspiration as much respect and love as i have for the new stuff i hearing all that stuff start to finish would make me uh, would make me become vic watching a star is born <laughs> well that's a fitting end to the crying festival which actually doesn't have a name we don't have a name a place no. or a location yeah Slipknot Where would actually you want wears it? those masks to hide their tears. <laughs> Can yeah, confirm. They all, they all smell terrible. Um, where, okay, where? where what, yeah, where are you where guys going to put it? Be? Um, not too far, you know. <laughs> you put it anywhere in the world, you're going to say not too far. <laughs> I um, okay. Thoughts? I would... Where, they, uh, like... Why don't we start with what what type of festival do both of you like? Do you like a summer festival or do you like it to be like everybody to have a jacket and and such? Um if there's if it's bougie, you know, I've never been to one, uh but you know, like cool fall weather with outdoor heaters. I'm into Ooh, a like sounds- a mid early fall like a like a Mediterranean tapas restaurant. Oh my god, yeah, that's really what I want. I want that really badly. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm into like yeah, I'm into like a late September, early October festival where everybody can like not overheat. We're just caring uh, yeah. about the community here. Listen, yeah. I want the same experience with uh viewing live music as I do when I'm eating yucca fries. This is this is the dream. <laughs> <laughs> I want the I want the same feeling as when I go uh to my grandparents' house in South Florida and it's midsummer ah. and you walk in and you just hit that wall where like they have not opened the door all day and then you just hit the wall and it's like, oh, they've had it set at uh like forty like forty eight degrees on their AC all day. Mm. Tight, 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 tight. Tight. Love it. The festival. Um all right, so where where do you want it set? So we're doing we're doing fall, fall festival. You pick time of year. Uh, yeah, like after the summer solstice. <laughs> fall in. <laughs> Falls after the summer solstice. Um, well, as far as location, that. I don't know. I feel like I would be really stoked with somewhere, somewhere rural. <laughs> Yeah, somewhere rural, like maybe like in Minnesota, like a couple hours outside of Minneapolis. Mostly because I miss Minneapolis and wish I was there. That yeah, I, I mean, don't have listen, an interesting answer for that one. That I no one has picked that ever. Yeah, um, yeah a couple hours outside of Minneapolis. That's where <laughs> I know that Prince is in the Minnesota. The the big mall is there, right? Is that the mall America? Mall? Yeah, isn't that? Minneapolis. Yeah. Okay. That's once, it. That's I all I know. Pachinko in a Brahmin restaurant in Minneapolis. So I don't know what you just very said. Dear to my heart. I don't know what pachinko is. It's uh, it's like vertical pinball. Plinko. What? But pinball is you call kind it pachinko. Of pachinko. Plinko. No, pachinko. The Japanese vertical pinball. Okay, you ever see it. the commercial from like the early 2000s where it's Nicolas Cage and he's doing a commercial for like a Japanese pachinko place and he's like, oh, pachinko. 
Listen, I wouldn't take advice from Nicolas Cage on how to pronounce things. That's fair, actually. <laughs> or how many houses to buy. No, no, he's right. He bought enough houses to eventually buy himself a tomb. Kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are the last questions? Because I can't remember. Uh, That's- oh, the exclusive merch. What yeah, is your exclusive, exclusive merch. merch? Which, by the way, your band has had very interesting exclusive merch. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, we like. I like doing really, really stupid. Uh, the whole idea behind our merch is I make really dumb ideas and then throw them at Vic, and Vic picks the one that they're like, this is the least stupid, I think, and then I get to do it. I would like something I could eat. <laughs> <laughs> merch okay. you can yeah. eat. <laughs> We did gummy bear. We did gummy yeah, bears. something that oh, cool. like lets you know that this time is special, but time is not real, and we're all gonna die. And material possessions don't mean anything; just experiences do. So it's just um, <laughs> more of a philosophical merch item. So something delicious, like a gelato. I was gonna say maybe like a ice cream like a ice cream cone but like one of the wrapped ones you would get and it's like festival thing because that way you eat it but then it melts on you and then you could have the wrapper yeah and then you keep the wrapper afterwards yeah and there's willy wonka tickets inside and whoever gets the willy wonka ticket gets to play guitar for baroness my god oh wow Willy Wonka, if instead of uh, being delightful and Gene Wilder, he was Jean-Paul Sartre. Back to the sad festival, for sure. Is that because it's going to be like making everyone sad, thinking about being in nothingness? Uh, I mean, the gelato sounds delicious, so yeah. <laughs> it'll take my mind off of my inevitable death for at least a few minutes until I get brain freeze. That is the best way to fight it. Yeah, <laughs> literally by attacking the brain physically. Um, well, I think that's it, right? That's uh, Andrew, it. Guess, Andrew oh, WK. Oh Andrew yeah, WK. what's he gonna do? I guess he's probably fronting the tragically hip. Then at this point, I would like him to just serve me the ice cream. He's he's serving the ice cream or eating the ice cream. I didn't hear that. He's serving me the ice cream, and he's just like uh, letting me choose, like just like really, really adamant on like what flavor I should choose. Wait, is he serving it to everybody or just you? Like he's like behind the scenes yeah, catering, like you know? Yeah, he's the ice cream guy. But like he's the exclusive to the like VIP holders ice cream guy or the ice cream person to everybody? Ice cream guy to everyone. He's a he's definitely a ice cream man of the people. Respect. He's playing the 3 a.m. ice cream stand set. For sure. That rules. That's an I important. Like I saw that. I feel like I've seen that. I think I've seen. I think I've seen Andrew WK play an ice cream stand. <laughs> I was at, the, at the fest in Gainesville. If only. Did he? Do I think I, he did fest. He had to have done a fest. He's done fest in the middle. I think. Oh, he did fest. There was many years where they wanted him to go, and he did not go. And then he finally went, and I think it was a thing. Yeah. Cool. I saw him Good play a him. taco shop in Texas. That was cool. That makes sense. And I'm very yeah. excited for our Schmestival Festival. Yeah! Bringing it back full circle with the title of the podcast. You'll love to see it. All right, folks. You don't got to plug anything because this is on Patreon now. <laughs> <laughs> this half of the episode is Patreon. So you, can, if you, if you want to tell uh, just, you know, like 200 people what's going on with you, go for it. But you don't got to. 
no rules, no cops, no parents. I'm I'm tight. I'm I'm really excited to uh, go watch more videos of Danhausen later. Yeah, hell yeah! Which you guys can listen to our full interview with Danhausen, and we beat Conan O'Brien to it too. <laughs> got an interview with Conan O'Brien. Yeah, we got to get Conan on the pod. I feel like that's something that's impossible. It is impossible, probably. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for doing this, vile creature. This is fun. Yeah. Thanks for um, letting us live our uh, fantasy. Thanks for having us, lads. Yeah. Beast Wars thanks forever. For- Beast Wars. Thanks for calling us lads. No problem. I love Sting. <laughs> you can't. She can't drop that bomb at the end. All right. I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> We're going to a-